President Jason Wright, and you're listening to Ramblin' About Washington. What's going on, Washington Football Nation? It's your boy, Rio. Josh Taylor from the Bernie Number Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Yep, we about to get this collab pod going. Rambling about Washington and the Burgundy Network. We're down here in Richmond in the Airbnb. We just got back from the first practice of the day. What were your observations about the vibes and what you saw today, man? It's been a long time. I've been coming to Richmond for many years. Obviously, didn't get to last year with everything going on. But this year, just being back, the fans finally interacting, finally get to meet guys like Rio yeah, well, in yeah. person, uh, just putting a face to a name that we just met on Twitter. It felt good to be back. What do you think about the energy? We actually got interviewed by the news afterwards, and they were asking us some good questions. Yeah, that was really cool, man. That made things. What, what did you think about the energy with the Hell fans? Yeah. It felt great. Like, it feels refreshing, and it feels new here. Like, everything feels different. Like, I know we keep talking about the culture here, but it feels it's damn good. The damn good. It actually is damn good now, Bruce. Now like, it is. It's, it's, it is now. Like Everybody's accessible. If it wasn't for this damn COVID rule where we have to stay 20 feet away from the players, like... We've been playing catch with Heineke. Exactly. And we pretty much did that. Jamin and Heineke, after the practice, they came and threw, they threw some signed footballs to a few of the fans. I was able to get one from Jamin Davis. Everybody's out here. We had the fan rally last night. We were just kicking it with Julie Donaldson, Fred Smoot, Ken Harvey, Dexter Manley. It, it just feels fresh, and it feels like a good football team is about to be put in on display at FedEx Field this fall. Yeah. Um, what were some of the things you noticed when we were watching practice today? First thing, we walked through VIP. First guy we saw was Landon Collins. Landon. Everybody knows that's my guy going all the way back from disappointing his mama when he committed to Alabama oh my God, that was LSU. Hilarious. Seeing him right off the bat, he looked good. He was out there early. He was excited to get back on the field. It's funny to me that people are writing him off just because Cam Kerr was so good last season. Yeah. Landon Collins has a spot on this team. It doesn't matter how good Cam Curl is. Landon Collins got paid big bucks for a reason. You can talk about his game. He played well before he got hurt. Go watch the tapes. I think Landon plays some, some good bit of snaps next season. They'll find a scheme for him and Curl play on the field at the same time. Oh, yeah, because we could talk about the contract all we want, but that's too much talent yeah. to not be utilized by such defensive masterminds. Built by Bama. Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio have to find a place for him. That's why I was happy to see when the first team defense was on the field, it was Curl at free safety and Landon at strong. And let me tell you, Landon has that bounce back in his step. He looks good, man. He was one of the first people out to the field. He's flying around. That was a miraculous recovery because coming off an Achilles tear, that that injury usually it's game over for you when you get that. So that was that was really nice to see and it was really cool him being the first player we encountered. He showed love. He spoke. I wish we could have got closer, but I'm not yeah. mad at it. My thing, my next thing I want to point out is that Taylor Heineke looked good. Like, I know we yeah. keep, we I know it fits his job and everything, but I hope he doesn't get too comfortable with it because Fitz, Fitz he kind of looks a little too casual. And Heineke, he looks like he means business. Did you see him out there today? <laughs> Heineke High is going to be pretty happy with some of these videos and reports. But I had Lake Lewis on not too long ago. 
uh, last week, and he said the same thing. He's like, Josh, man, in many camps, Taylor Heineke looks good. He got bigger. We can tell all the workouts he's been oh, doing. Oh, you can see it, too. This isn't the Haskins workout tapes. Like, my boy put on some weight, and he's at, he's out there. Yeah. He's he's uh, very decisive. He's confident in his throws. I only seen him really hold on to the ball, like, one time in all mm-hmm. of practice. He made some good throws. We put a couple of videos out there, and we've been talking about it. Sammy Reyes had this Great catch. Over the middle. Over Hudson, just right over his head. Uh, Reyes went up and got it, but it was right on the dime. Uh, And then the other one that left, it was like a, what, 30? Oh, yeah, it was about a 30, 40 yard bomb. I think Carter dropped it. Yeah, but he put it over two defenders. I'm sitting there like, what's he looking at? This kid plays with balls. This kid plays with a bravado and a swagger. And I noticed the decisiveness. He knows where he's going with the ball. And this offense is such a fluent language for him being with Scott in three different places. And it's very apparent when you see it up close. We're not trying to make too much out of the first training camp practice of the year. Fitz is still learning the language of this offense because even though he's seen them all, because he's a dinosaur and he's been in the league for 100 years, he said the language is different in Scott Turner's offense. So he's still learning it and it's going to take us up and downs. But he better not sleep because this boy Heineke, he's not here to accept a backup role. He's not going back to ODU. We were joking. We are like, I ain't going back to school. <laughs> this is yeah. it for me. He's I, in the league now. I'm not going back to calculus. Never again, man. I got my contract, and I'm I here to earn it. <laughs> uh, wide receivers. There's a couple interesting stories. Obviously, we saw Harmon out there for the first time today. Showed some good bursts. I surprised me. I've been a Harmon hater. I, I call that an f- official phrase, but I've been so against Harmon. But he looked good, showed some bursts. I really want to see how his legs were. Hey, I'm not. Um, I'm not huge on Harmon either. Like I actually, in my projected 53, I didn't have him making it. He I looked didn't. more explosive than I've ever seen him look today, and that was a pleasant surprise. And I love to see it. AGG looked pretty good too. His good hands. Yeah. His hands look pretty sure. He actually is getting some separation. But the receiver I want to talk about is the rookie, third round pick, number Side 82. Burns. Diami Brown, first thing he did when he stepped onto the practice field, what all the players did, they went to go check their matting rating on this little board that they got up there. He was not very happy about what he saw, and he's coming for it. This kid is fluid. He's a lot bigger in person than he looks. He plays big. He's a great route runner, and he looks like a smooth operator. It kind of reminded me of seeing Terry in his first training camp, man. What would you think of Diami today? We talked about it with Curtis Samuel being out. This was a huge opportunity for Dami to just come in right off the bat and show what he can do. I'm looking forward to him coming to the end zone, chucking up the deuce. Uh, oh, yeah. Like you said, he was a lot taller than I expected. Like, I, I thought, you know, being a quick guy, when you think of quick guys that can go deep, make explosive plays, you think of these short, fast guys. He's taller than I thought, and he's faster than I thought. So, everyone says he's a steal of the draft. I see why. I see him in person now. I'm excited. Um, another funny story came out. Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin have been living together. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> since he came over. To me, that's kind of funny because they've been so close since the Ohio State days. Yeah, they were roommates back then. That's really cool to see that rapport and that bond continue in the NFL. Learning the playbook together, getting that chemistry, just talking over everything. And that just shows, once again, Terry is such a leader on this offense. Bringing in a guy like that, Curtis Samuel, who's been in the league, you know, doing his own thing with the Panthers, saying, hey, man, this is how we do things here, and just – coming together, this offense is going to be good. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm not too concerned with 
Curtis missing some time early on in camp because let these young guys get out there. Curtis Samuels played in his offense before. He knows the system. Terry's going to get him up to speed. He's a vet. He's 24, but he's a vet. He's going to be ready to go. And the tight ends, um, Logan Thomas locked in a long-term deal yesterday. Very team-friendly for about $8 million per over three years. Good with, for a former quarterback. Uh, yeah, very good for a <laughs> former quarterback. And I believe only like $10 million is guaranteed. Yeah. So technically, after this year, it's what, it, like, if the contract needed to be, like, escaped from, It'd be easy to do so, but he definitely earned that and surprised a lot of us with his production last year. Samus Reyes made a couple plays today, which is nice to see because he's still learning the sport. John Bates had a couple concentration drops, but he definitely looks the part of a tight end. And that's pretty much what you're doing on the first day of camp. You're seeing what's your first impression when you look at a guy, like when you see him, when you see how he's moving around on the field. Like you want to see... You want to see what he looks like, how athletic he is, and what he's, whether they understand the system. Uh, who's another player that stuck out to you today? St. Juiced. I love the way how mm. he plays. Uh, like I said, the first time I saw him was at the Senior Bowl. I was like, this guy's good. He's very fluid. I love how he works with his hips. You know, the things you want to see with the corner. And sure enough, he was lining up with Cam Sims most of the time. And that's been the big thing with him. It's like He's going to line up with the biggest, baddest guy. So Kenny Galladay with the Hell Giants. Yeah. Amari Cooper is a pretty uh, big-sized guy for a wide receiver. St. Juice got a lot of good reps today. To me, I love how he comes off the line. I can't wait to see how he balls out. Um, and Jimmy Moreland had a, a nice pick, oh, yeah, too. Yeah, Jimmy made nice some plays. Yeah. Don't roll him out as that nickel corner because uh, he's definitely there. But Jamin Davis. Jamin, yes. That's exactly yeah. where we were going next. That's a perfect segue. Got to talk about Jamin. Finally, where I, I want him to be, and I've been saying this so long, I want him to be the Mike linebacker. Yes, that sir. That middle linebacker, that Luke Keekley that can just be the captain. You know, I don't want him just to sit at the will. I still feel like John Bostick should not be the will. I don't like his coverage. We were talking about that. How John much have been getting should eat not be up. on the roster if we're keeping it a buck. <laughs> that, that's a whole other podcast. But just tight ends oh, yeah. eating us up year after year. You want Jamin Davis' skill set in the will, which is why we really wish Reuben Foster would have worked out. But this is why we need Khalid Hudson to step up and be that will linebacker right away. So Jamin Davis can sit in that middle linebacker spot and just thrive and have a great career there. Sorry about your Roll Tide member, Ruben Foster, man. RIP to his career. I hope he is able to succeed in whatever endeavors he does. But this kid, Jamin Davis, he's already the quarterback of the defense. He's already out there making calls, flying around. Definitely there's an adjustment. You need to see him adjust to the NFL and everything. But the speed, the athleticism... The dude is yoked. He's shredded. And Ron even spoke in his post-practice presser about his retention of the defense and the scheme so far. He, we look like we got our franchise linebacker from years to come. And I'm not just basing that off of one practice. I know. And I just like what I saw. I like that I saw him at the mic 100% of the time. And I like that I see him in the middle calling those plays. Seeing that number 52 just makes you think of so many great linebackers. And you great know number. that Ron and Jack can coach up linebackers because this is what they do. We got the walkthrough practice coming up in about an hour and a half, two hours from now. Anything you looking to see when we go out there? Man, I just I just want to see more of this team. We saw this is my first time seeing Chase Young and Montez Sweat in person. Whew. Montez Sweat, like you, you see tree. Chase Young, you see how big he is, and then Sweat is even taller than him. 
He's faster than him, and he has a longer arm reach than him. We saw the uh, a lot of the drills where they're going around the cones, coming off, oh and then God. getting their hands it's up. Insane. Montez Sweat, as soon as he hits the cone, like his arm is right at the ball. There's no wonder he's getting all these deflected uh, passes. And then we saw Sam Cosby and the O line working together. Oh, Cosby is huge. Too, Cosby's man. big, and he's. And we're talking about how fast he is, and this other guy beside us is like, "Yeah, I man, we just drafted a bunch of fast, athletic guys this draft." Sam Cosby, he's a dog. I. I think he I think he should start the right tackle. It wouldn't surprise me if it comes out that way. Oh, he's going to. I believe he's going to for sure. And you can tell that Ron and company, they've been going for the height, weight, speed athletes because at the end of the day, you have to have athleticism all over the roster. For so long, yeah. we could have said we lacked team speed. On this squad, bunch of duds. yeah, that is that is <laughs> a over bunch with. Of bombs. That is that is over with. There is t- if there's anything we do have is people that can move and fly around on the field. And I'm just looking forward to getting back out there. It's a more intimate setting during the walkthrough from years I've been. So it's less it's less of a crowd. So we may have more access to talk to the media. Everybody's been great to us so far. My guy Joey Kobe Bekovich, vice president of guest experience. I'm gonna show you a video. He showed us the new FedEx Field Party Caboose. It's like the party bus suite for that we're gonna have out for the tailgates. You know, it's just a good time. Jason's around shaking hands, Julie. Uh, Joe and all the alumni. I just can't get. I just can't wait to get back out there, and mingle with some people, and make some new experiences. We need to find Ladanian Tomlinson. Oh yeah, we definitely need to find Ladanian Tomlinson. When I was we asking that. everybody, I was like, who from NFL Network and who from ESPN besides Kine is here? And I saw Ladanian Tomlinson's in the building, so we gotta find him. Uh, we saw Mitch. We saw. Uh, Pete Haley today, too. John Kine. Yeah, love seeing those Scott guys. Scott Abraham, Lou Holder. We've seen a little bit of everybody, and we're meeting all kinds of people. And if you're going to be at the walkthrough anytime this week, you can catch us in the VIP. And that's all I got for now. Uh, you can check. We both got some vlogs coming because I got my GoPro, and you got your... My DJI. Yeah, DJI. So we're both, we're both out there vlogging. We're going to have a lot of content coming at you real soon and be here saturday if you ain't here saturday oh, you're yeah. missing out saturday fan appreciation day is always a top day oh it's gonna be lit out here everybody in the washington content community is going to be here saturday so you need to be here saturday everyone i've been talking to say it's going to be different than any other day that we do there's gonna be a live band here there's gonna be yeah, so much they're going gonna be on. pulling out the bells and whistles for that day so make sure you check us out Make sure you check out my podcast, Rambling About Washington with Rio Robinson. My YouTube channel, Rambling with Rio Robinson. I'm going to be having content coming for you every day post-practice. Go ahead and plug your stuff and we can get out of here, man. Yep. Follow me on Twitter at JoshTaylorWTF. Also follow the podcast at Berg Network Pod. Check us out on YouTube. We're going to drop this video on both of our YouTube channels and put it on Twitter stream. So check us out. Like I said, Saturday. We're going to have like a five hour long video by the time this is all. Hell yeah. So just good vibes, guys. Appreciate y'all checking in and stay tuned for more stuff. Until next time, hail to the nameless football team. Deuces.